0: Our lexi for today is hypnos, hypnos or sleep. Today on this episode, you'll learn about getting restorative hypnos or sleep with our guest, best selling author, Barbara Batalati. In the meantime, a factor to consider with your sleep hygiene is your pillow. Is your pillow hurting or helping your hypnos? Things to know. Number one, keep firmness in mind. Side sleepers need a firm pillow for support. Number two, back and stomach sleepers may want to use thinner, softer pillows. The goal is to have a comfortable position that will help you sleep. And number three, try to get the spine in a relatively straight position. But according to Matthew O'Rourke, a physical therapist at Spalding Rehabilitation Hospital, everyone's recipe will be a little bit different when it comes to sleep or hypnosis. Eleolado. Olive oil has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos the essence of greek culinary culture today the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi life extra virgin olive oil from the region my parents were born the peloponnese the coveted Koroneiki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of greece which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti inflammatory properties, linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit keffilife.shop. Welcome back to Keffi Life. This episode is centering on a nutrient that we haven't really dove into. Uh, It's a nutrient that we all require. We're going to find out a lot of details. I was just at a women's wellness retreat, and this fabulous keynote speaker who is a best-selling author and TEDx speaker, trailblazer in the realm of wellness, Since 1984 is right next to me. I cornered her. I said, we have to do an episode. Her name is Barbara Badaladi. Yes. Hello, Kiki. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's my pleasure. And can I first congratulate you and say how much I learned during your Mm -hmm. chat about sleeping well? Right.
1: It's just really practical information. It really is. And you made it interesting. Well, thank you. I think it's important to have science and stories and good tips that people can implement.
0: There's something you talked about, Barbara, was, well, you talked a lot about important things. But one thing that you talked about is the amount of sleep that we can go without for survival. Right. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Because we know we can go how many hours
1: or days without water? About a week, a week. So on food, we can go even longer, right? But sleep really is part of our survival and... It's actually in days, about 72 hours. So about three or four hours is the max before we can go insane, which means we become psychotic. We lose a touch with memory and logical thought. Uh, And so, yeah, sleep is essential. So today we're balancing the mind, body, and spirit through sleep. It's restorative.
0: It's important. And one word that you use, which I found to be just brilliant,
1: is that sleep is not broken, right? Your sleep isn't broken. It's the other thing things in your life that might need a little bit of (laughs) revisiting and restructuring. Tell me a little bit about your background before we like dive into all these good tips. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I got started in the wellness industry decades and decades ago because I was very unhealthy and I was not sleeping well because I was you know, drinking and I didn't like my job. And there was a lot of reasons for that. And yet I found one day that because I was not sleeping well and I was not functioning, that something had to change. And so then I went into all kinds of uh, expertise in mind, body, coaching, life coaching. I had three yoga studios. So I have over the decades done a lot. And I just found that more and more people were complaining about their sleep hygiene And it's a big issue, especially with everything that we've been through and what we're going through. And so I wrote a book and it went number one on Amazon. And now I'm doing keynotes and I'm working with hotels and spas and helping people to sleep better and live blissfully.
0: Oh. God, and I think you said that 60%. Give me the statistics on the people.
1: Yeah, so if we all have in common that sleep is necessary for our survival, we also have in common with over 60% of the world population that are having an inability to sleep well and have enough consistent quality sleep. And in a very short period of time, 150 years since the invention of the incandescent light bulb in 1879. And then, of course, the internet, which also is part of the culprit in our sleep hygiene. We have really declined in our hours of sleep and our quality of sleep. Our ancestors over 150 years ago would get on average 10 hours of sleep. Well, now we have less than seven, if that. Which is detrimental to ourselves? Everything, brain, body, mood, how we manifest and how we create in the world, how we connect with one another, our energy, all of it.
0: Also, what you noted is that, forget about the fact that it just affects us. Well, no, don't forget about it because self-care is just so critical, but it truly extends to other people, you called it
1: micro-macro, micro-small, macro-big. Let's talk a little right, bit Right, yeah. So micro, when you think about even nutrition, right? And so micro might be just how you are during the day because of you sleeping well or maybe not. So of course, when we don't sleep well, our energy is low. Maybe we're grumpy. We're not really um, at our best. And when we do sleep well, we have just the opposite effect. But also because of what we know about quantum physics, like Uh, Albert Einstein stated, everything is energy. So yes, you might be affected by somebody not sleeping well with their mood or so on, or you uh, affecting someone else, but also the energy, the energy of who we are transfers throughout the entire planet. That is incredible,
0: remarkable, unbelievable. And you gave a quote about Albert Einstein
1: relating it to physics and energy. Right. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. And it's just physics. And now we know so much about quantum physics and the quantum field. And we kind of know that, right? If you walk into a room and there's been an argument, you can feel that. Well, that's energy. So yes, there's the energy of sleep and when we sleep well. And then there's also just the energy of our being, and that's probably that bigger picture and how we affect one another in that way as well. Barbara Badaladi is the, did I say that right? Absolutely.
0: Oh my goodness, I did a little tongue <laughs> roll there. I love it. You are the author of, the best-selling author of your Sleep Blissful Guidebook. And you know what I love about it? It's
1: something you can carry with you on a <laughs> trip. You can put it in your backpack. It's light. It's You can it's put easy. it next to your nightstand in your guest room. Yes, exactly. I know it's an itsy-bitsy little book, but it's powerful and Impactful And it's chock full of tips, strategies, and research. You also have a website, mm-hmm. sleeplessful.com, which I highly recommend people check yeah. out. There's all kinds of goodies there. Let's talk a little bit about when you did your TEDx speech, how, how did you feel? Where was it? Were you excited? Yeah, I loved it. And that was also really looking at the holistic aspect of who we are. So, we have the physical and mental and emotional and also the spiritual, but we also have that inner guidance, which we can think of as maybe our intuition, that is always guiding and helping us to have a more fulfilling life. A lot of people are finding, trying to find meaning. Uh, they don't feel purposeful. They're not fulfilled, even though they may have a lot of things. And so it really helps people to realize that we're, we're this whole being and all of those aspects of who we are matter. Sleep, you can think of as maybe a physical, but it does affect our emotions and how we manage stress. And and yet there's also the mental. What's going on in your world, in your brain? What are you tuning into? What are the kinds of conversations that you're having? So there's all of that. And then also listening to that small, still voice within us that wants our best and has our best interest, and listening to that guidance for ourselves, and being true to ourselves. So that was really the, what the TEDx talk was all about. And uh, yeah, I really loved it, and it's it's out there. I'm definitely gonna
0: have to go check that out on YouTube. Yeah, and I can't wait. And one thing that I get excited about with Kefi Life, balancing the mind, body, and spirit the Greek way, is that we get back to basics. And one of the basics. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the basics with the Mediterranean lifestyle, Barbara, Italian, Greeks,
1: the Spanish, is a siesta, the night, nice. the nap. Yes. Yes. And that is so important because that's another thing that's really missing out of our 24-7 culture. Mm-hmm. And sexta, it's derived from the Latin word, and it means six. So six hours after you wake up, you're supposed to take a nap. In fact, human species are one of the few species that. Or humans are one of the few species that tries to get all of their sleep into one period of time. But we're actually supposed to have, just like babies and pets, and when we look at everybody taking naps after Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, (laughs) that's why we're all supposed to be able to take, if it's not a nap in that 20, 30 minutes, maybe even a restorative pose, which we talked about today too.
0: I think what would be beneficial to the audience, because I always love to give, I Want to give our audience and our followers tips and takeaways mm-hmm. to feel a little bit about a little bit better and also sleep better, although they can get your book. Let's talk about some things, some tips
1: that they can um, take with them after listening to this episode. Yeah. Do you remember when I talked about consistency? Yes. Yeah. So then, yes. yeah. So the National Institute of Health uh, just released a study that said fifty-six percent of your sleep will improve if you keep a consistent morning and evening routine. So our days are busy, and they're different every single day. And if you can bookend that day with the same morning routine and the evening. So for instance maybe the evening you start to do a little evening stretch and I know it's tempting to be on your phone and I know we get in that loop and habit of scrolling but truly that is affecting your brain. So it could be just in the evening that you're starting to take yourself off your devices maybe an hour, even a half an hour before and then start to do some breathing or stretches or um, maybe some devotion or journaling, something that will take you away from your devices and create a new habit. And the same thing with the morning, really important to wake up with sunlight. So it could be maybe a light that you put on a timer, or maybe your shades can open at a certain time, but actually not using an alarm. Think about that, an alarm. Why would you want to wake up with an alarm? Or using your phone, but instead, the photoreceptors in the retina send a signal to the brain that says, it's time to wake up. Melatonin's reduced and other hormones such as serotonin, um, cortisol, that is helping your body to start to wake up. And when that happens, then you're starting to go into your own natural circadian rhythms, which is just the oscillation of your physical, mental, and emotional, and, and behavioral energy. And so that those are some things that you can just do yourself that will help your body to be in its own natural state. Because remember, your sleep is not broken. It's just creating the habits in your day and your evening that will support you in having healthy, quality sleep.
0: A critical tip that you just talked about, it's actually research and science, is that we often say, I can't sleep because um, whatever the reason is. I'm not even going to try to think of (laughs) a There's a hundred of them. (laughs) But truly, it's it's not our sleep at fault. We need to look at our lifestyle. We need to take a deep dive and find out what is the
1: cause root of why we're uneasy, which is what you're all about too. Is what is the underlying re- issue or the cause root, and you know why not? I mean, otherwise we we're looking outside of ourselves to try to find something to fix it, when it could just be oh. Uh -uh, Maybe I just won't have alcohol three hours before bed because that makes a difference. Or, oh, maybe I'd need to do some stretching or some reflecting on my day with gratitude. Little things like that can make a big difference.
0: You talked about the 10-3-2-1 rule.
1: Yes. No caffeine 10 hours prior to bedtime. Three hours, and this is not something that I created, um, but it's out there. And then three hours before bedtime, it's best not to have any alcohol or heavy meals because your, your digestive system takes a lot of energy. So that's going on. And also when there's alcohol in your system, it prohibits you from having deep REM sleep or rapid eye movement. And that's when a lot of the repair and memory restorative is happening and and dreams are occurring for you to be able to process through the subconscious. So alcohol really inhibits that. And then two and maybe even one hour before bed, no more work, turn off the devices at least an hour before sleep because your melatonin and the pineal gland needs to be able to release that melatonin. And that light, especially from junk lighting, really, again, prohibits the melatonin from being released.
0: I read somewhere that when we stay up at night and we stress about, oh my God, did I do this? Do I have to do something else tomorrow? And we go through that list in our head all night long. A better alternative or option is to before bed, take a journal next to your bed, write down everything that's on your mind, and then write down
1: everything you need to do the next day. And that could give you some relief and maybe you could fall asleep easier with that as well. And write down what you're grateful for. You know, like really not not even just what you're grateful for, but why are you grateful that you had hot water today? You know, that you did not have to go boil the water to wash your hands, right? I mean, there's so many things that we could be grateful for. So yes, I, I think that that's a really important thing. And that's why that evening wind down with stretching, where you can start to turn off the lights, put on some nice music, let your muscles start to relax, start to do some nice deep breathing. And I find that that hour for me is a great place for me to brain dump. I'm thinking about, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm kind of processing that conversation I had with somebody, or I do keep a list next to my bed where I might be waking up and thinking, oh yeah, I don't want to forget that. And if I think about it, I'm going to stay awake. So if I just jot it down, even though it is not going to look very good in the morning because it's dark and I don't know what I'm writing. But yeah, there's all kinds of little tips like that. It's
0: almost, it feels like a sense of accomplishment that like, hey, this is off my mind. It is something I'm going to remember.
1: Yes.
0: I won't forget it. Something you said that was caught my attention, I like this, Barbara. Do not sacrifice sleep because it will interrupt your life.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Sleep is part of our our need so that we can have a blissful life. So yeah, sleep is is absolutely necessary. And I think the biggest thing this comes down to is valuing it. Because we live in a culture where it's it's almost like, I would rather do something else than sleep. But if you don't sleep, you're not going to really be able to do something else later on. It's like a lot of things that we know about as far as preventative health.
0: I can say truthfully that although when I'm not, if I lose, and by the way, did you know that if you lose, if you're off your sleep routine for two or three days, you cannot catch up with that sleep. It's, it's gone. Right. So consistency again. Yes. All right. So the reason we know that sleep is so critical also because of the way we feel, but
1: they used to torture the um, war. I know. If they, you know. again, that's that three day. You you go insane. Yes. Well, this has been such a pleasure. Oh, I love
0: it. Oh, it's fantastic. Your presentation was dynamite. I
1: loved it. It was so great.
0: Well, you're chock full of knowledge, research, science. You have this fabulous book, Your Sleep. Blissful Guidebook. You can get it on Amazon. It's a number one bestseller. And real quickly, give us ways to get in touch.
1: Yeah, I actually, the book, the second edition is on my website, sleepblissful.com. The Sleep Blissful Bundle, which is the evening routine, the morning, all of that also is on Sleep Blissful. If somebody wants coaching or another speaking gig, I'm all there.
0: Perfect. Now I ask all my special guests this question and you are absolutely a special guest. Barbara Baralati. Did I say that right? Uh huh. <laughs> I just roll off. I like, know it's fun, isn't it, <laughs> um, Barbara? What a, in my life I've learned
1: that? Oh, that's the question. I thought you were going to finish that for me. In my life, take a moment if you in need my, it. Well, in my life, and I think it's great that pause because everybody can think about that, right? In my life, I have learned that I've learned to be kind and kind to myself and kind to others and realize we're all doing the best we can with the knowledge and the awareness and the understanding that we have at that moment.
0: Sensational. Thank you so much for taking time to do this interview. Thank you, Kiki. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well, Ola Kala. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Sintilis, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Mark Twain said, continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. With that, we share Ola Kala Ola's well takeaways for being consistent in your life. Consistency breeds success, especially when it comes to a good night's rest. So how do we stay consistent? Well, begin by setting a particular goal for improvement. Next, learn how to prioritize. This may include setting boundaries for yourself. Three, record your progress. And finally, number four, you're going to have to limit your distractions so you can stay consistent. Or oh, like a lot, all is well, when you practice consistency in your self-care routine. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.